Um. Oh, yes. Hi, it's Wednesday, which is Trump Day, and it is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis. Scan STAM 792 Tucson's most stimulating talk. You know, Go on. I I was talking to Ryan, and I'm like, there's there's going to be crazy stuff that's happening. You never, you can't really predict, and and unfortunately, the media with their fake news, it's not like it's not like we are upset by the whole separation of families situation. We're upset with the border being wide open, and I'll get to three things in just one second. But I was like, you know, there's there's going to be some more crazy stuff, and. Yes, there's more crazy stuff. And you got to get it. We'll get to it. Three things that I think you need to know. And these are very, very, very important. Okay. Uh, Number one, um, President Trump, according to reports, not backing down one bit. Not well, not phased, I should say, not phased. By the uh, that what one place is calling it intense media scrutiny. It's it's a bunch of crap, actually. It's just lying, flat out freaking lying. But whatever. Um, he is not backing down. He's not phased at all. However, he did say, and I shouldn't say backing down. He's not phased. Uh, however, apparently, he did tell people that uh, he had meetings with Republicans yesterday, and apparently, he said, "Listen, we got to get a deal. We got to end this uh, this separation." But he's not going to pull the plug himself. He said, you need to, you need to get some kind of legislation going because it just looks ugly. I don't think it does. Maybe I'm biased. Um, and, and maybe I'm in my own bubble. But he said that. He said, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not, uh, you know, I, we, we need to get this solved. Um, second thing that I think you need to know, the two Republican immigration bills the paul ryan one and the um and and the bob goodlatte one apparently reports show that uh they aren't going anywhere there's still major divide in the house because you have a bunch of uh rhino republicans and they don't want to back the goodlatte and you have a bunch of conservative republicans that don't want to back the back the paul ryan however get this you ready for this uh, Paul Ryan's bill is being blasted by the Chamber of Commerce and Big Business. What? They say, yeah, they say it gets rid of some legal immigration. I'll get to details on this. And we need more cheap labor, basically. Oh, yeah. Third thing, I think you need to know the craziness. It continues. I'll give you some examples. In the, you see, I'm, I'm cheating the system here, but it's my system, so I could cheat it. Um, first off, a congressional aide or intern shouted F you to the president. We'll play that in a second. This is insane. Kirsten Nielsen goes to eat dinner in Washington, D.C. last night and gets shouted down in the restaurant by protesters. And the restaurant did nothing, by the way. Yeah. I saw that. And there's outrage in the media because she went to a Mexican restaurant. Oh, my God. How can she do that? Uh, Too bad, you idiots. Are Mexicans and Guatemalans and El Salvadorians the same? You idiots. That's most of the people are coming. To. Yeah, well, <laughs> but you know that's most of the most of the people are coming up from El Salvador and Honduras and Guatemala, not Mexico. You anyway, racist fools, and and here in Pima County, Pima County supervisors, all the Democrats voted for a resolution condemning Trump and his separation stuff, and the entire Tucson City Council, because it's all Democrats, voted to also condemn Trump. 
So there you go. It, it literally holds no water, no legal weight. It's But it just once again shows you their line of thinking and how insane they are. So there you go. All the Democrats of Bima County condemn Trump's separation of families. They don't condemn the breaking of our laws by people walking across the border without permission. So there you go. Three things I think you need to know. How those guys get there in that position again? They were voted. They there were voted by the crazies. So they, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Is that bad? No. I no, get tired of not it. Not at all. Why do you get tired of it? Because everybody always complains about these guys, but when they come up for re-election, they get, they get put back in no, office. It's, it's the unfortunate, it's the small minority of the smart people that remain in Tucson, uh, for the city council at least. They, they haven't moved yet because it's overrun by a bunch of maniacs, by, by a bunch of people that are just literally ignorant or stupid or both. Uh, and Pima County, we listen, it's a blue county, and you have some real wimps and some real rhinos in there. We could have gotten rid of uh, Sharon Bronson, but you had a bunch of Republicans, including some extremely uh, well-to-do uh, business owners. You know who I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. And developers that are business owners yeah. that became the Republicans for Bronson movement because they wanted to make sure they could get their kicks from Chuck Huckleberry. Because if you had uh, Bronson go down to a Republican, Huckleberry would have been fired. And then those rhino, swampy, slimy Republicans would not have been able to get their breaks from the huckster. Well, thanks for setting me straight. I appreciate no that. No problem. So uh, the only critique I have of the Trumpster, and he's going to be in Minnesota having a rally. What an energy this guy has. So the only, um, the only uh, critique, I should say, is that I, he's saying this is bad. Nobody likes separating uh, the families, and, and I, I get it, but... I'm not going to let us be a migrant camp, a refugee camp, uh, nothing like that. I get it. The only thing that he needs to say is, and it's not being said enough, is, look, the only other option, when people come across and we arrest them, other, other Obama, let them go. The only other option is to not arrest them and do catch and release. What would you rather us do? Stop these people that are coming across because they're breaking the law. And, and they said the only time we're actually separating families is when uh, we're not sure if it's actually a relative or a parent, and there's no proof of that, or if you know we, we run background checks, and one of the parents actually has a criminal record. Would you rather us just let them go? What would you rather do? You tell me. What would you rather do? And Because that's it. It's the, those are the only options. You continue to arrest the people that are coming across. Or you let them go and blend into, well, not even, I should say disappear into America. Because there's no blending anymore. They, it's not, they don't want to be Americans. They want our money. They want our money. Uh, and of course, the, actually, there's a third option, which is Congress, I guess, somehow saying, uh, passing a law to say, you can house families together. But again, if one of them is an actual criminal, that's it. That's it. So the insanity is out there. I want you to hear some stuff. Here is, uh, we think this is a congressional inter- a congressional aide or a congressional intern. Um, eventually, people are going to find out who this person is. Oh, and by the way, really quick, Chuck, Chuck Schumer, crying Chuck, has said that the Democrats will not, will not work with the Republicans because he wants to focus on the Trumpster. He said that it came out yesterday afternoon. Focus what? He just basically just to make him look. This is all to make him look bad. To get uh, this is I like. Remember I told you on Monday, this is the only 
way Democrats think they can win the midterms is to make people say Trump is such a jerk. Don't vote for any Republicans because the economy is cooking. Um, we, we might actually get somewhere with North Korea. The guy said, I'm going to get rid of my nukes. There's a lot of good things going on right now. So to hide all that, they, they created this crisis. They create they manufactured. We talked about this. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. Rush followed us. So, um, it came out yesterday afternoon, our time, last night, East Coast time. Democrats reject a Republican bill that would have actually kept illegal immigrant families together at the border. Yeah. All Democrats love separating families. Yep. The Hill.com, Schumer rejects GOP proposal to address border crisis. He told reporters it was backed by Republicans. It would have kept families together. He said, quote, there are so many obstacles to legislation, and when the president can do it with his own pen, it makes no sense. So he doesn't even want Congress to do it. What's the point of having Congress? He wants Obama dictator up there again? The guy just does it all himself? Legislation is not the way to go here when it's so easy for the president to sign it. What does that even mean? It means he doesn't want to do any work or, or mm-hmm. get dirty. He doesn't mm-hmm. want to get dirty. Mm-hmm. Sorry. So he wants to just make Trump to be the bad guy, and the Democrats literally have said... We're just going to reject your bill to keep families together. Everything they said they wanted. They're a bunch of liars. They're liars. Anyway, um, I want you to hear uh, this congressional aide as the Trumpsters walking by yesterday afternoon. He's having meetings. Um, he's having meetings with Republicans behind closed doors. We told him, you, got, you guys got to fix this. It's up to you. I mean, this is why you're here. What's your, what's your point? So Trump walked through the Capitol to go have a meeting with House Republicans on immigration, and some congressional intern scream this. Oh, it's classy, huh? Isn't that nice? Isn't that awesome? So it's assumed that it is a uh, an intern or an aide. Because apparently, uh, I, I guess the rotunda there is closed at a particular time, so you have to have permission. It's not just some random person, right? It's not some random person. Um, so that that intern just did that, or that aide just did that. Uh, and again, that when did this? When is this acceptable? When is that acceptable? Some reporter named Frank Thorpe tweeted out per our intern who was standing there. The woman who yelled that was a congressional intern. Well, she just got herself a job now, didn't she? Right. Oh yes, yeah, she did. Now, I want you to hear this. The craziness continues. Let's do 100. Kirsten Nielsen, the Homeland Security Secretary, decided to go out to dinner at a Mexican restaurant called MXDC. And a group called D.C. Democratic Socialists of America confronted her. They walked right into the restaurant. And they started yelling at her. She's sitting there eating dinner with a guy. And they started yelling at her. Listen to this. Again. Mic check. Mic check. Mic check. Secretary Nielsen, how dare you spend your evening here eating dinner as you're complicit in the separation and deportation of over 10,000 children separated from their parents? Pause it. Uh, again, those 10,000 were sent by their parents alone 
You dumb socialist. Let's continue. It hurts my ears, too. That was just part of it. You know what? Can you play just the end? Because they started the chants against her. Just play 102. Because it ended in such an interesting way. Listen to this. Not in D.C. Not in the U.S. In In a Mexican restaurant. Of all places. Then we didn't put this in, but then that same woman yelled, The bleeping gall. Shame on you. Shame, shame, fascist pig. She eventually left Kirsten Nielsen. She went out with security and just left the restaurant. And uh, shame on the restaurant for letting that happen, by the way. These people are gross. These people, uh, Ryan and I were talking before the show. He's like, these people are disgusting. They are disgusting. To go to a restaurant and just go just yell at someone like that and just low class. When did this become okay? It's not. 624, we have much more. We'll get to your calls on this as well. We'll continue. Uh, we have more crazy sound bites to play. I mean, they're, they're more in, incredible sound bites as well. And I'll get to the Paul Ryan. Uh, uh, apparently, his bill isn't as bad as everyone thinks because it's pissing off the open borders people. Anyway, we'll get to all this. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating. Talk. 69 degrees now. Gary Lewis with you. 103 for the high today. How hot is it outside right now? Uh, six, shut up. 69 degrees. You're slow. How hot is it again? 69 today? degrees. That's what she said. Yeah, maturity. Bill, thanks for waiting. Welcome to KNST. Good morning, Gary. What's hey, up? Hey, uh, there's a TV show. Uh, it's either on History of Discovery. It's called Border Wars. And it follows the Border Patrol and Customs uh, Immigration in various places, Texas and, and uh, Arizona, Nogales particularly. Mm-hmm. And there's one episode where Border Patrol intercepts a group of illegal immigrants and there's two young girls, 15, 16, they're twins. And in talking with uh, one of the, the guys in the group, he claims that they're his nieces. Well, in talking to the girls, they're saying that, no, they don't know him, that their mother just handed them off to this guy who's supposed to escort them across the, uh, the border wow. to wherever they were heading. Now, what are they going to do with these girls? Are they going to send them to the prison and detention with this illegal who they don't know, or are they going to put them in some type of holding or detention center for, for children? It just doesn't make any sense. This is what Nielsen, Trump, Sessions, they've all been saying. Yep. They're handed off to someone they don't know, and they got no choice but to separate them. You're right. You're right, and that, that's the point they're making. And the media, they hate Trump. They didn't do this. They didn't scream when Obama did this, and he kept Mexican kids in, in detention centers for months. Washington Post article from 2015 said that. Uh, but they, they, they literally are, and this is why Trump calls it fake news, and we do too, because they distort it and skew it and lie to try to make Trump bad because they want that to be the narrative, man. I got to look that up. That is incredible stuff. Border wars. They had a couple of twins. Okay, I'm gonna, discovery or history or something all right, like that. I'm going to look that up to see if I can find that clip, too. Thank you, Bill. I appreciate it, man. Yep. Take care. Yes, Thank you. That's that's just 
That's crazy. It's not crazy. It's, it happens. It's there. I guarantee if we talk to Border Patrol agents, they say it happens all the time. All the time. You know that these uh, asylum cases, according to the government officials, uh, 80% are rejected because 80% are fraudulent. 80%. It's asylum. It's this. It's a, you know, shame on these freaking people. Pima County supervisors, the Democrats have voted for it, the entire city council and the mayor of Tucson, uh, because they are encouraging child, uh, child trafficking, human trafficking in that aspect, children to be kidnapped. They're, they're encouraging all that with their policies of just let them all in. Encouraging it. Pathetic. Regina Romero, the rest of them, bunch of freaking wastes. 633. Um, listen, your parents, you love them. If you're lucky enough to have both of them, maybe you have just mom or dad left right now. If it comes down to uh, you having to take care of them and your own family and it gets to be a bit much, uh, you know, your mom, your dad, your parents, it's just too hard for them to take care of their house, change a light bulb, vacuum something, do something. If it's just, it's too much, you have to do it and it's wearing on you. Go to Cascades of Tucson. Uh, next Thursday, June 28th, they're having a, an open house, 1130 to 130. You could see the only locally owned and locally operated retirement community in Tucson. See how great it is. See the five different floor plans from which they can choose. See the whole list of support and services that you can select to accentuate your lifestyle all at Cascades of Tucson. They have a 40-year award-winning local history of experience and passion for serving seniors. And it's all different stages. Active living. Assisted living. They have a fantastic individualized memory support staff as well. All at Cascades of Tucson. Space is limited. So RSVP right now to make sure you get your spot and take the tour. 886-3171. It's next Thursday, 1130 to 130. 886-3171. Find out more at Cascades Tucson. Ask your wife. Do it. I'm getting some unbelievable messages right now. Uh, anyway, uh, 641, thanks for hanging on this Trump day. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, the Trumpster, media reports say he is not phased at all. Not phased at all when it comes to uh, the relentless lying by the media. Uh, he told Republicans, you got to solve this. It doesn't look good. You got to solve it. Um, however, Chuck Schumer came out and said, we are ignoring, we are not going to back the legislation the Republicans have that will keep families together. We just want the president to sign it because they just want to bash the president. Chuck Schumer doesn't care about the families and the kids. Schumer rejects GOP proposal to address border crisis. It's right there. It's right there. Incredible, isn't it? Um, There are so many things that we can talk about right now. The second thing that I think you need to know, the two Republican immigration bills, They're apparently not really going to go anywhere because there's no place for them to go. There's still division amongst them. But get this, the Paul Ryan bill is being blasted by the Chamber of Commerce and Microsoft and Zuckerberg's group. They say it doesn't give us enough cheap labor. Wow. Third thing I think you need to know, and there's a lot, man. Uh, Pima County Democrats, the ones on the... Pima County Board of Supervisors, the uh, Tucson City Council, which is all of Democrats, they publicly uh, condemned and passed resolutions condemning Trump's separation of families. Uh, But all that means, basically, is nothing. It literally has no legal backing anywhere. This is what they care about. Nobody cares about your opinion. And on top of that, 
Uh, since they are against the separating of families, what do they want? Catch and release? You know what? They're encouraging more people to keep trying to come here. More human trafficking. More law breaking. That's what the Democrats stand for. More hurting of kids. Yep. More supervisor, separation of families. Yep, you're right. And Supervisor Dick Elias was the leader amongst that. And uh, it's interesting that uh, Supervisor Dick Elias can sound like a tough guy behind his microphone where nobody's allowed to interrupt him. He's more than welcome to call this show. Dick, anytime, buddy. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, Nothing addressing the idea, again, that people actually use kids that aren't even their own, that aren't even their own to get across the border. I got a message uh, from a listener named Michelle that says she's too shy to call in. But Michelle, and this is very, very, very interesting, she says her husband was on some episodes of that Border Wars, and she remembers the episode that Bill the Caller called about where these two twin girls were, and I want to make sure I get this right, were being basically passed. The parents passed the two twin girls off to somebody else so that person could say, these are my daughters, let me in, we need to come here. Right? Wasn't even the illegal alien, the, the person trying to sneak over here wasn't even that person's kids. So, Michelle says, my husband is in a few episodes of Border Wars. I know the episode that the caller was referring to. The twin girls were much younger than 15. The series is on Nat Geo and was taped under the last administration. So, even younger than that. Wow. Just insane, man. Just insane. My goodness gracious. Uh, 880-KNST, 880-5678. There's some crazy stuff going on out there. And we have, uh, I mean, there are some, some you want to know. Want I some, really want to get to the Chris Cabrera. You do? Uh, yeah, well, we'll do that at 710. All right, all right. That's really good. Uh, Chris Cabrera, Border Patrol uh, agent and a spokesperson for the Border Patrol, was on CNN, and the questions that were asked were just insane. And he basically called, he basically owned the CNN anchor who was asking are you guys mistreating the kids is this really necessary i mean it's it's really incredible stuff uh however i gotta play a couple of mika's faces so let's play 101 first though kirsten nielsen again getting chanted uh chance against her sitting down having dinner at a mexican restaurant in washington dc and this socialist group that's what they call themselves they are a socialist group right and they they go into this Mexican restaurant called MXDC, and they start yelling at her in the restaurant. Here's some of the chants. End family separation! End family separation! End family separation! Okay. You don't eat in peace. If kids don't eat in peace, you don't eat in peace. If kids don't eat in peace, you don't eat in peace. Oh, God. I mean, these people, you just want to slap them. They did other chant, other chants. No human being is illegal. They will abolish ICE. Kirsten Nielsen, you're a villain. Locking up innocent children. Shame on Nielsen. Shame on Trump. Sanctuary for all. No borders. No walls. They chanted end Texas concentration camps. Again, the group that did this, the D.C. Democratic Socialists of America. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Mika's face reacted to 
Kirsten Nielsen having the audacity to eat at a Mexican restaurant after all this. Uh, I want you to hear number 103. Here we go. Activists heckled Homeland Security Secretary Kirsten Nielsen. She made the very tone-deaf, Ivanka-like decision to dine at a Mexican restaurant last night. Again, um, from what I've read, it's not Mexicans that are coming across. These are not Mexican children. They are mostly from Honduras, from El Salvador, from Guatemala. But I'm sure to people like the... uh, the D.C. Democratic Socialists of America and Mika's face, they all look the same. Oh, shit, here we go. It's on. Race war. Yep. El Salvadorians, Guatemalans, Hondurans, Mexicans. What's the difference? And then 99, Mika's face. One more real quick, and then I'll get to the Paul Ryan thing real fast. 99 real fast. Paul, uh, Mika's face, actually, I mean, this is just disgusting. What she said about President Trump. Listen to Mika's face. Here we go from this morning. Have we ever seen anything in recent memory um, that parallels having uh, sex, having sexism, racism, white white supremacy, thuggery, bigotry, along with complicit men, men and women within the administration, at the top and no, complicity the top. in congress no we've never seen this we've never seen no. someone with these attributes at the top and hmm. can you tell me that i'm incorrect in saying that the president of the united states has displayed these attributes in his voice in his words and in his policies he's a sexist he's a bigot he's a this he's a that A lot of crying that's going on. Oh, yeah, a lot of crying that's happening. Mika was crying. Um, You have, uh, apparently, Rachel Maddow was crying. They're all crying now. They weren't crying when Obama actually had them in cages in 2014, 2015, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, That's, no, that that was ignored. Uh, But, you know, can we play play one from, from yesterday real quick again? Where um, you have the reporter, Mariana Atencio, asking number 87, 87 from yesterday. She asked the illegal alien uh, who was in some detention facility that wasn't a concentration camp, shockingly, um, if, if, if you knew that you'd be separated from your child, would you have made the journey? Listen to this. I want to play a little bit of my conversation with a mother, Christina, who was separated from her 10-year-old and her 16-year-old. Let's listen. If you would have known it was a possibility that they would have been separated from you, would you have come? No. No, I wouldn't have come. No, it's... It's ugly to be separated from your kids without knowing what is going to become of them. Which is why this is happening. There's a story in BuzzFeed. As Claudia walked past Mexican immigration agents at the bridge connecting Reynosa and Hidalgo, Texas, ready to show their U.S. counterparts proof of her brother's murder and the risk it presented to the rest of the family, they advised her to turn around because, quote, your kids will be taken from you. Patricia tried to cross the bridge with her seven-year-old son to ask for asylum two weeks ago, but U.S. authorities turned them around. It says here they never gave him a reason. It says here, migrants hesitate at border, fearing for their children. 
If they take my son from me, I would die. One woman who was seeking asylum when she was turned away from the border. When are these damn lawmakers going to stop criticizing Trump and start criticizing these countries like Mexico, like Honduras, like Guatemala for leaving their citizens in peril? Right? When are they going to do that? There's bad things that happen there. Listen, there are bad neighborhoods in Tucson. Bad neighborhoods in Detroit. Bad neighborhoods across America. But it happens. Great neighborhoods it happens. It happens in your neighborhood. Yeah. So can I take asylum exactly. in your house? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? Thank you for reminding me about that. Go ahead. Um, all these people that are outraged at this, I I would love it if Trump or someone would say, "Fine, you know what? You're totally against uh, children being taken from their parents, and their parents bring them over here and break the law, and we have to follow our law and detain them. We can't stick kids." With adults in detention facilities, you just don't do that. Tell you what, you're so outraged, come adopt a family. Have them stay at your house, and then it's on you. If they vanish, they disappear, they don't show up for court, you're going to prison. You're responsible for them. You sign the paperwork, and you say, if I don't get them to prison on this particular, I mean, I'm going to go to court on this particular date, fine. Throw me in the slammer. I will take them in my house. Zero people will do that. Patricia, 27, quote, if they take my son from me, I would die. After a woman she met on the bus paid for her and her son's $10 peso fee to cross the bridge, less than 50 cents for both of them, they walked over to a couple of U.S. immigration agents, told them they wanted asylum. Agents said sit by their side while they called the Mexican counterparts. There was no point in fighting them. She said the two of them walked back across the bridge. She felt intimidated and dejected. And she doesn't want to give up her son. I'd rather live under a bridge with my son. There are Americans that live under bridges. They show up here at Oracle and Fort Lowell at a radio station. Yep. They start fire under bridges, too. Yeah, they do. So anyway, 653, we'll continue. There's much, much more. The Chris Cabrera interview, or just, it's just what, she, what he said to the uh, to CNN anchor is incredible. We'll get to that. God, there's so much to talk about. We only have three plus more hours. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Hello, it is 708. It's your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. How you doing? You doing all right? You good? Three things I think you need to know. You. Thank you. Number one, uh, the Trumpster reports say he is not phased at all by the unrelenting news that is lying about what is going on at the border and who is responsible. But he did tell Republicans, got to solve this. It's not looking good. It just doesn't look good. I, but we have even more sound bites. CNN found a bunch of Trumper supporters in Arizona. And what they said about uh, what is happening. Oh, wait till you hear that. Uh, however, Chuck Schumer already said, we reject, Democrats reject. He rejects the Republican proposal to address the border crisis that would have kept the families together. They rejected it. So we're done. He doesn't want any part of it because he wants the heat on Trump. He doesn't care about the kids. He doesn't care about the families. It's, it's that simple. Schumer rejects GOP proposal to address border crisis, which would have kept families together. That needs to be talked about. Second thing that I think you need to know, the Republicans are trying to get immigration bills passed. Apparently, they're not going anywhere. 
There's too much division still about them. But get this, even Paul Ryan's bill that we all thought would be nothing but cheap labor, blah, blah, blah. It's getting ripped by Chamber of Commerce, Koch Brothers, Zuckerberg. It doesn't provide enough cheap labor. And we'll get into details on that. How cool is that? Third thing, I think you need to know, Pima County Supervisors vote 3-2, all Democrats. Back a resolution condemning Trump's separating of families. Which will do nothing in the long or short runs. It just shows you how whacked out they are. Regina Romero led the way. The whole Tucson City Council also voted to condemn what uh, the president has said, which is follow the law. No more catch and release. Follow the law. This is what these dopes have their uh, their eyes on. The roads suck. We have the we are the thirty first worst city in which to live, and the Tucson City Council is worried about this. Way to go, Regina! And again, what they voted on, what they what they said, and they're too dumb to realize is that they just encouraged more kids to be used to get across the border, more human trafficking. They encourage more law breaking. That's what these dopes are doing. Three things I think you need to know. Oh, and uh, a caveat to that again: Kirsten Nielsen, the Homeland Security Secretary. Shouted down while eating at a Mexican restaurant having dinner. Shouted down by a bunch of socialists. It was the D.C. Democratic Socialists of America. They yelled at her. All that stuff. All that stuff. Um, It's really disgusting what they did. I'll put the video on my page at knst.com. All right, so um, you want to know what's really going on, right? And you know what this, you know, you know what this is going to overrun, by the way? We'll get the CNN interview with Chris Cabrera in just a second, a Border Patrol agent who basically owned Brooke Baldwin and CNN about what's really happening. This is a story from CNBC. The Wall Street Journal reported that our ambassador to Germany, Richard Grinnell, has been in talks with Germany. You know the whole tariff thing? Germany is now offering, apparently, to scrap the European Union's 10% tax on American automobiles. Oh, wow. Huh. Is it huh. working? I don't. I don't. I don't know. German automakers are pro- German ones. German automakers are proposing to end a, the European Union's ten percent import tax on American-made cars. Oh, there is a catch. Europe also wants a twenty-five percent tax on imported pickup trucks, SUVs, and big vans scrapped, according to the report. The tax has been in place since the Johnson administration. Hmm. We have that. They're talking. And then, you know, there's another uh, unbelievable economic uh, story. You know, when uh, people under Obama couldn't find jobs because there were none, they needed money somehow, and they said they were disabled. Were the shovel-ready jobs? Well, Michael Jackson was the only shovel-ready job under the Obama administration. Shovel to bear. Anyway, um... Story from, uh, oh, this is coming out. Yes, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um, disability applications plunge as the economy strengthens. All of a sudden, people aren't disabled anymore because they could find a freaking job. Holy moly, no kidding. No kidding. The drop is so significant, the agency, Social Security, has revised its estimates of how long the program will continue to be financially secure. This month, the government said the program would not run out of money until 2032, four years later than its previous estimate last year. 
two years ago, the government said the funds might be gone by 2023. Now there are so many people saying, I got a job and all of a sudden I'm not disabled. Apparently it's good through 2032 now. Wow. Again, this is going to be overshadowed by the false narrative about uh, everything when it comes to uh, kids being separated, blah, 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 blah. All right, let's play uh, Chris Cabrera. Um, Let's start with 104. Chris Cabrera, Brooke Baldwin on CNN, 104. Um, How to avoid the whole idea of a kid being separated from uh, a parent. Listen to this. You know, you have a lot of these kids that that are coming here and put through, through terrible, terrible situations by their parents. They are, they are brought over in extremely dangerous conditions and an extremely dangerous terrain. And all this can be avoided if they just go through the port of entry. There would be no crime uh, committed by them and they wouldn't get separated. Why they don't do this is beyond me. Um, but this problem is very easily solved, at least uh, on the short-term basis, by going through the port of entry. If they choose to go through the river, they're committing a crime just like anyone else. They're subject to arrest. And we all know when you get arrested, you don't get to stay with your family. It's just it's just the sad reality of life. Yeah, imagine that. Again, I wonder if uh, the dopes on the Pima County Board of Supervisors, the three Dems, you have uh, Supervisor Dick Elias, you have uh, Ramon Valdez and Sharon the Driver Bronson. Right? Uh, I wonder if they were asked by anyone, so are you going to be against a child, an American child, being separated from his or her parent that gets arrested for committing another crime in this country? Because it's just sad. Right? Just sad. I know. I keep hearing that same comment, Ryan. Uh, Let's skip up to number 107. Uh, Brooke Baldwin was basically saying, you know, why do we even really need to separate uh, the kids? Why do we need family separation? Listen to this. Here we go. It is up to President Trump. I mean, they don't have to separate these children from mm. their parents. That is what's different from, say, under the Obama administration versus now. So, so Chris, just straight up, do you think the president straight up. should right now end this policy of separating families? You know, I, I think I think you're wrong there. It is ah. a law, and and the law needs to be enforced, regardless. If we don't like what, a law, what we just is can't the decide law? which law we're going. Uh, as far if you come across that river illegally, you're subject to arrest and and a prosecution, and you will get arrested and you will get prosecuted. Yep. If but, you but don't like that the option, then Chris. you can go through the port of entry. Listen, I absolutely hear you, and Say I respect again? that law. I, I, I hear you, well, and I you respect know. that law, know the but law. there is no law on the books that says if a family comes over illegally that the parents and the children need to be separated. It's a zero-tolerance policy pause that it, the Trump administration... Um, tell me, again, what prison do we have that actually holds men, women, and children all together? Dingbat on CNN. Let's go. It's a zero-tolerance policy that the Trump administration put into place this spring. That's the difference between now okay. and a couple of years ago. Well, you know, and the thing is, is not every, every, not every family is getting separated. Um, some are, some aren't. It depends on, on the, the circumstances. If you have a criminal history, uh, for instance, just a couple of days ago, we caught a, uh, a guy coming across with his uh, five-year-old daughter. Um, and we had to separate that family. Reason being, he had a criminal conviction, and he was subject to prosecution. He had a criminal conviction for uh, for for rape here in oh. the United States. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we, we obviously we wouldn't want that guy walking free, but we had to no. separate that family. Sure. I, I and what happens to his daughter? That one. Sure. No. And I think that uh, yes, if you're a criminal, yeah. go ahead. Go what ahead. What happens what? to the little girl? 
Yeah, she's gonna get. She she got. She gets placed in a, in a center until they can find some family that they can place her with, whether it's here in the United States or, or back in her home country. And and you know another thing that that Pause we it. look at is wait. She doesn't get marched into a a shower where she really gets gassed to death like a concentration camp. It didn't sound like that. Mmm, man. What happens to her? I don't know, dingbat. Do you want me to send her, the five year old to prison with her dad with all the adult men? Does that sound like a good plan? What do you think happened? You know what? Maybe we should just let the dad go. That's the only other option. That's Catch and release. Want. Yes. Holy crap. Let's continue. And, and you know, another thing that, that we look at is we get all the time, daily, yeah. that, that people are claiming to be family units, and they're not. Um, and that's very dangerous for these kids. If we don't find those, I mean, what can come of those kids once this adult uh, doesn't have the need for this child anymore? There you go. You know what happens. Yep. Because, again, we, we had a call in the last hour. Bill said he watched Border Wars. And then I had a lady who said her husband was in, in episodes of Border Wars. She saw, too, where a woman, uh, where were two, two young girls, twins, were given by their parents to a person. So that person could say, these are my kids, and get across the border. And they, uh, they admit it. It's not my dad. It's not my mom. Not my parents. Right? Not their uncle. That's nope. what it was. Nope. Nope. That's creepy, man. Not my uncle. There it is. No, yeah, I know. Just gave, gave the random people. We, we don't even know who they are. Let them in. Let them all in. You know, you don't even let your kids, for the most part, when they're that young, mm-hmm. go with somebody any place without finding out who they are, where they're going, when they're coming back, what they're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. So why is it okay for anybody? It's not okay. They're saying it's okay. It's not okay. We have one more. We'll get your reaction coming up. 880-KNST, 880-5678. One more. Uh, where Chris Cabrera, we have a couple more, but one more where he really owns her. Owns her. I mean, this this is like exactly what the Border Patrol and the Trump administration needs to get out. They, they need, you got to hear what is uh, talking about, what he talked about next, about kids being used, what kids go through, that kind of stuff. And the Trumpster just tweeted something epic one minute ago. Once the midterms are over, liberals won't talk about detained or separated illegal immigrant children until 2020. Hashtag, it's all politics. Damn right. There you go. And Jeff Flake just tweeted. Uh, he tweeted a story. Oh, yeah. Jeff Flake. There's a story in New York Magazine. Trump administration keeps babies and toddlers in shelters. Should they go to prison with their parents that have broken the law? Or what if their parents aren't even with them? Where should they go, Jeff? And Jeff commented, tender age shelters for toddlers. This gets even worse as the layers are peeled back. End the policy, Mr. President. Yet Flake is the guy three years ago, but at a press release... Telling Obama he should arrest everybody. First time border crossers, arrest him. Hey, Jeff, why haven't you called Marianne Mendoza to say you're sorry that an illegal alien killed her son, a Mesa police officer? Screw you, man. I'm done with that guy. We'll continue. 721, it's KNST. 727, Garrett Lewis with you. Enjoy it. It's going to be a warm one today. Uh, we're looking at about, what was it? Uh, I think 103. For the high, yes, 103. We're in the 70s right now. Depending on where you are, 880-KNST, 880-5678. We'll get to Chris Cabrera in just one second. More sound bites of him with the CNN situation. First, Ruben. Welcome to KNST. Hi, Ruben. Hey, how's it going? All right. Yeah, Ruben. So, uh, comment on that border situation. I know that they keep trying to put the focus on uh, kids and uh, families coming across the border, but uh, back in 07 was one of the last fires I was on when I was a wildlife firefighter. And uh, Forest Service was doing a briefing on watch-out situations before we hit, you know, the fire situation. And uh, 
They had commented on saying uh, if you find uh, satellite phones, prayer rugs, report it to, uh, to them so they can have the authorities come out and look at it. So it's not just families and children that are coming across the border. It's, you know, it's people that we don't know, people that are Mexican, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's so not also, just, yeah, hang on. I know, I know you're going with the terrorist element there. But here's the yes. thing. It's not, even, it's not even Mexicans. The Mexican government wants them to go through, but these are Hondurans, El Salvadorans, Guatemalans. That's who it is yep. that's coming across the border. Exactly, exactly. So uh, now I do service work on the reservation. Matter of fact, I'm headed out there today. And uh, I was talking to some of the people down there, and they say that you know, some of the areas where the border isn't that high, the fence is not that high, they actually make ramps and jump the uh, vehicles over the border to, uh, to our side and stuff. And they, they say they have uh, constant chases out there. And uh, as far as I know, the people out there, they love the Border Patrol because they also double as some of the police because it takes them 30 minutes to get to some of the far areas out there. And uh, they help out with the community and stuff. Are you so, talking about the Tohono Odom Nation? Yes, yes. You know, so so the people out there want the Border Patrol. They talk about how their fence doesn't stop, you know, I, I'm assuming cartels are the ones yeah, that exactly. jump it, right? Exactly. But, but yep, yeah. yeah, they constantly have problems out there with that. And uh, they say how, you know, Border Patrol helps out all the time wow. with uh, stopping some of that stuff that happens out there. Yet, at the same time, the Tohono Odom Nation said they don't want Border Patrol uh, on their land. The leaders have said that. They don't want white men on their land is what they said. They don't want that yeah. to happen, and they don't want the fence to be built there. They don't want the wall to be built there. Yeah, they need the wall real bad over there because some of the stories I've heard from down there is pretty bad. Bad news over there. So the people that you talk to, uh, the natives that are there on on the Atonotum Reservation, they want the wall, but the leadership doesn't want the wall. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, because they constantly have uh, chases and people coming across the border and stuff like that, you know, just, just mm. drugs. And uh, matter of fact, uh one of the uh, fire department uh, personnel, when they were escorting me through there, told me that we couldn't stop for anybody on the way through because that you know they've uh, found situations where they were aiming for them and you know just bad stuff happening down there. Shame on those alleged leaders of the Tohono O'odham Reservation. Thank you for bringing that to our attention, man. I really do appreciate it, Ruben. Be Definitely. safe, man. Thank you for the Definitely. call. Take care. Right. Bye bye. Seven thirty now on KNST AM seven ninety. You know, again, you go back to that. That story got a lot of traction. Let me tell you something. I didn't get one damn phone call from anybody at the uh, at, on the reservation saying I need to retract anything or whatever. When there was a story about how they were saying we don't want the border patrol here, we don't want the white man here, and they refused to work with Trump to get the the wall built. Oh, we know we're not going to the wall, leaving their people wide open for attack. You know, everyone's being exposed. Everyone's being exposed. 731 now. We'll get uh, more of your reaction. We'll get more of Chris Cabrera's sound bites. And then I'm sure in the next hour we'll get uh, the, the CNN report where they talk to people from Arizona about what Trump is doing. Separating kids, stuff like that. Wait till you hear what they said about it. Um, it's just, it's, it's really incredible stuff. We'll continue. Uh, right now, you know, there's a big problem as it gets warmer and we're getting closer to monsoon. With bugs, man. Bugs, 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 pests, scorpions, that kind of stuff. Five-star termine pest controls who I use. I have them come to my house every single month. You know, they don't require contracts, though. They don't require contracts because they want you to have the freedom. And on top of that, you'll call them every single month because they're that good. Now, if you decide that you only want uh, service uh, when you think it's hot and you need it, that's fine. But let me just tell you, when you're not proactive, you're going to have issues. Like, there are people that are having problems with ants right now, have problems with earwigs right now. And these nasty bugs, I don't even know what the hell they are, but they're just flying around, they land on your walls. People are having problems with that. That's what the people of Five Star tell me because these people are not consistent in getting their home treated and protected from these nasty things. Because I asked Oscar, why why don't I know? We don't have an ant problem. What's going on? Everybody has an ant problem. He goes, dude, you get sprayed every single month. 
they make their killing juice fresh every single morning. So it lasts the longest. It's the most effective. It works the best. It's not slosh around in the pickup truck until it's gone for weeks on end. Five-star termite pest control. I've been using them for eight years now. 886-0045, fivestartermite.com. I blame you for that. (laughs) Do you? I do. That's okay. That's all right. That's okay. Sorry, it's inside baseball. Is it is it better to be loved or feared? What if it's a combination of both? I can take a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Go home to mommy. Yeah. 740. Don't forget, <laughs> tomorrow night, Beer Club for Men. It is our monthly meeting. Mr. Ons, I'll be there from 5 to 7. My special guest, I get there early, Dr. Kelly Ward. Uh, has Martha McSilent tweeted anything before three things? Has she tweeted anything, done anything? At all? About this whole situation? Um, <clears throat> she, no, no, nothing. Apparently her handlers are telling her to be, I'm guessing this, by the way, to just shut up about this. Right? That's, yeah, no, there's, there, no, it's, she t- tweeted about the, uh, health insurance uh, situation that Trump wants to fix. Anyway, other than that, nothing about this. Biggest story in America, because the media is lying about it, nothing from Martha McSon. But Kelly Ward, I guarantee she will talk about that uh, tomorrow at the Beer Club for Men with you. Uh, three things I think you need to know. Number one, Paul Ryan has just announced that the uh, uh, there will be a vote tomorrow. There will be a vote tomorrow um, on the uh, on the keeping the families together. There'll be a vote tomorrow um, to see if they can stop families from being separated. However, Chuck Schumer has already said the Democrats, or at least he, will not be part of that at all. They will not do that. He just wants Trump to fix it by himself. Forget the, forget the actual Democratic way. So uh, that's all political. Second thing that I think you need to know when it comes to the immigration bills, there's two in the House uh, apparently there, there's too much division between the Republicans that like their own bills. So they're not really going to go anywhere. And even get this though, chamber of commerce, Koch brothers, the cheap labor lovers are upset. They don't like the Paul Ryan bill because it doesn't give enough cheap labor. That's just funny. Third thing I think you need to know Pima County board of supervisors, three to two party lines, uh, vote for a resolution to condemn Trump separating families. Uh, huh. They don't do anything to condemn the actual people that are breaking our laws. No, 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 no. They they actually promote human trafficking, and they don't even realize it. Led by Supervisor Dick Elias and Regina Romero led the Tucson City Council to unanimous vote to condemn Trump as well. Three things I think you need to know. Let's get back to the Chris Cabrera soundbite. Uh, Border Patrol spokesman Chris Cabrera, 108. 108. I, you know, it'd be cool if Supervisor Dick Elias could actually listen to this I don't think his mind can make sense of it, though. I just he's not, not he's too much of a nut. He's not that smart of a guy. Listen to this. Here we go. Some 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 of, some of this is, is nefarious. It's not all just a family. Can you still hear me? Yeah, you know, yeah, it is. You know, some of these children are used like that, and, and it's a shame. Yeah. And, and I think the other thing that that needs to be looked at here is we do have a lot of unaccompanied children coming over. And the fact remains is the parents are already here in the United States and they're sending for these kids. And these kids are traveling solo across uh, two or three countries. And when they get here, they're reunited with your, the families. And uh, to me, that, 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 that's mind-blowing because 
you can't do that as a United States citizen. You can't send your, your five-year-old kid to, to ride on top of a train through three states, and when they get there, they're coming back to you. You'd get prosecuted, yet uh, when, it, when it comes to uh, uh, illegal families, we, we put on the, the, the kid gloves with them, and we don't, we don't look out for the best interest of this child, and that's another thing that needs to be changed. How about that? I mean, it's true. All of a sudden, you know, yeah, if, if, if you know, there was a story I saw, a couple of dingbat parents left their two kids. Uh, it was somewhere here in Arizona. Left their two kids in a car at a Walmart with the sunroof open. I think a three-year-old and a six-year-old. People called the cops. They got arrested. Yeah, everybody condemns that. Why aren't people condemning the parents to stick their kids, like he said, on a train to go across countries? And you want to know how bad it is? These are what these, you want to know what else these parents are doing? Let's play 105. 105. Chris Cabrera, why this needs to be stopped. Why we need a wall. If we had a wall, they wouldn't be sending their, their kids. People wouldn't be trying to get over. 105, here we go. And if, if you guys have seen some of the stuff that we've seen down here, um, you would understand just how important it is to, to have a tough stance to divert people from coming here. Uh, when you see a, a 12-year-old girl with a Plan B pill, or with uh, their, their parents put her on birth control because they know that's getting violated as part of the journey. That's just a oh. terrible way to live. When you see a four-year-old girl traveling completely alone with just her parents' phone number written across her shirt, I mean, come on now, you know, something needs to be done. We, we had a nine-year-old boy last year have a heat stroke and die in front of us uh, with no family around, and, and that's because we're allowing people to continue to take advantage of this system. And, and let's, let's be honest here, if, if we want this law changed, then we need to, that's on Congress. That's on, on nobody else but Congress. They need to come in there, they need to get to work, and they need to change this law. Until then, uh, us as Border Patrol agents, we have a duty to, to uh, enforce these laws, and, and we'll continue to do it and, until uh, they change this law, and hopefully they will. Nine-year-old died of heat stroke right in front of them. Makes my stomach turn. No, the media doesn't care about that, though. Just like the media doesn't give a crap about uh, blacks getting uh, killed in Chicago. Nope. Bunch of hypocrites. So why Trump's tweet was just freaking epic. Just epic. Before I get to the calls, just epic. Once the midterms are over, liberals won't talk about detained or separated illegal immigrant children until 2020. Hashtag it's all about, it's all politics. It's all politics. Holy smokes. Um... By the way, Trump tweeted out this morning, the fake news is not mentioning the safety and security of our country when talking about illegal immigration. Our immigration laws are the weakest and the worst anywhere in the world. The Dems will, will do anything not to change them and to obstruct, want open borders, which means crime. It's true. It's true. Um, let me jump ahead to Steve here. Steve, welcome to KNST. Hello. Hey, good morning. How are you? All right. What's happening, Steve? Well, I was telling Ryan, I work in social services, and I see children get separated from their families all the time. And, in fact, in America, Garrett, on any given day, there's almost half a million kids in foster care. And these kids can be in foster care for almost two years before they return to their families or before they're placed with a relative or somebody else. And children get separated from their families all the time. If there's drug abuse, if there's domestic violence, if the kids are being abused or neglected. And I just, I just tell Ryan, I find it amazing that the media is in such a clamor over families who choose to bring the, their children into these dangerous situations, but they have nothing to say about the nearly half a million kids that are in foster care every day in this country. Every two minutes, Garrett, a child comes into foster care. Every two minutes. Oh, my God. But nobody seems to care about that. And, and, and the kids get good care. Don't, you know, don't misunderstand me. But 
nobody's nobody's you know and nobody's making a big deal about that but when these people choose to bring their kids into these dangerous situations all of a sudden it's it's a, you know it's a firestorm oh my god we've got to take care of this you know it's just another example uh, of how this is just an agenda and this is manufactured absolutely and that that's all it is you know i thank you so much for bringing that up man you know if the media was really honest they would interview people like you and say how often do kids get separated for whatever reason from their from their families Right. You know, right. and that, man. So when you see this, uh, I mean, I mean, again, it's, and again, you, you had 10,000 of the 12,000 kids sent by themselves. And again, we don't even know if some of these people they're coming up with are actual relatives. They're talking about DNA tests now to see if they really are, are related to the, to the adults that are bringing them here. That's crazy. Isn't that nuts? Isn't that nuts? Uh, so, I mean, listen, what can people do, by the way? Can, can anything be done to the, are these kids? Do, do, are you looking for uh, families to take them in um, what, until they get back oh, to their family? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, uh, there's there's probably like maybe fifteen to sixteen thousand kids just in the state of Arizona alone oh, that man. need that need foster homes. And uh, so, if if folks out there you know want to get more uh, information or they're they're interested in doing something like that, uh, you know, get on the internet. Uh, you can call, actually, you could call the Department of Child Safety and ask them about foster care agencies because they they have a directory that they can provide. There's like 18 agencies in town wow. that can provide these services. And are you talking about taking them in permanently or just temporarily till their their family can get their act together? It, it depends. I mean, some of the kids, it's uh, it's a temporary basis, but even those kids, it can be two years before the parents either solve what's going on or there's a or you know if they don't then then their rights are taken away and the child's placed with somebody else um it, it that's the that's the average like 22 months is the average time in care wow. that a child spends in foster care and, and they're talking so, about right now 20 days is all the government can hold these other kids because they have to find a relative or someone to, to put them with 20 days is what the law allows them to hold these uh, yeah i mean kids. i mean that's that's probably you know if you I mean, because I know that the state tries to do that with the kids in foster care, too. They try to place them with, with family members and, and friends if possible. But, I mean, yeah, if the people aren't picking up the phone, if, if, the, if the feds are calling people and they're not picking up the phone because they're afraid of being deported, what are you going to do with the kids? Yeah. Um, really quick, uh, how damaging is it for these kids that you have to deal with that, I mean, I'm sure they're getting out of a bad situation if the parents are messed up with drugs or whatever. Um but how damaging is it, or are the kids, do they feel a sense of relief when they get out of that kind of a household and they're in with you guys in foster homes? Well, I mean, I think for the younger children, of course, it's very traumatizing because yeah. they don't know why they're being removed. Uh, I think for the older kids, it's a mix of both. But, you know, just being, just being taken out of your home, you know, regardless of what time of day it is, by, you know, somebody with a badge and a gun can be really scary and really traumatizing. Yeah. Um, and, and, and some of the kids, unfortunately, you know, will, will be placed in, in multiple homes during that two-year period. And every time you take that child out of the home and put them with somebody else, they, they, have, they, they have a setback. You know, they say every time you move a child from one home to the next, they, they suffer six-month delay in, in their uh, schoolwork. So, it, you know, being moved around like that can be very traumatizing. But, again, it's like... Kids, you know, they don't have a choice when their parents break the law and they're separated. Mm-hmm. These parents are making the choice to yeah. come up here and bring their kids. I, I get it. Maybe some of them have legitimate reasons for asylum, but not all of them. And like your guy said earlier, your, your, your Border Patrol guy said earlier, if they go through the ports of entry, they don't get separated. Exactly. 
And then, but then they get, oh, you're rejected. Well, we can't, asylum, what is asylum? I, I'm scared for my, 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 there's violence. Okay, that's, that's not a good enough reason for asylum. And 80%, they said 80% of the cases of asylum are fraudulent. That's what the yeah, government and, stats say. It's crazy, and it, man. And they, I don't know if you're familiar with the, with the Flores settlement in, in 19, oh, yeah. I think it's 1977. 1997, and, 1997. Yeah, and I just, again, it's, it's amazing how the media just says, you know, like, there, there, there are articles out there where Obama had like 10,000, 15,000 kids that were out in the system and, you know, uh, were, were, were uh, vulnerable to human trafficking. And nobody makes us think about that. Nope. But, you know, here's, here comes a guy who says, I'm going to enforce the law that's on the books. And now everybody's, you know, just got their pennies in a wad. It's, yep. it's You're right. ridiculous. Hey, hang on for me. I want, I, I want to stay in touch with you. I want Ryan to get your number. Can you hang on for me? Yeah, absolutely. Thank, thank you very much. 752, we'll continue. It's KNST. So, uh, is it bad that when we play the honk, sometimes I just, I just want to play this instead? <laughs> double A, MCO. Double wait, 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 double A, <laughs> MCO. <laughs> uh, He'll be here next. Hey, 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 hey. Sorry. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Secrets. 808, Gary Lewis with you. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Tomorrow night, Beer Club for Men. I hope you join us. Dr. Kelly Ward, special guest. And Mr. Ons, see you there tomorrow night. I'll be there from 5 to 7, but the whole happy hour is 4 to 8. Enjoy yourself. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, this is breaking news. White House considering executive action to prevent family separations at the border. What could it be? I mean, I still think that it's actually a, a, a win for the president. Whatever. Apparently, there's stories out there that he is not phased at all by the ridiculous media coverage. But he, behind closed doors, told Republicans, this looks bad. We need to do something. And Paul Ryan announced just a few minutes ago, actually, just last hour, that they're going to vote uh, on a bill to uh, end family separation. I'm going to keep them all locked up together. Like, what, what is going to happen? We'll see. Uh, what you need to know also is Chuck Schumer said that they are rejecting, the Dems are rejecting any bill the Republicans put forward. Any bill they put forward. That actually uh, stops the breaking up of families. Isn't that crazy? Democrats rejecting the bill that would keep families together at the border. Because Schumer wants to, quote, keep the focus on Trump. Genius. Second thing that I think you need to know, the Republican bills for immigration. Uh, going nowhere. There's too much, too much division between the, the rhinos and the good Republicans, right? Too much division between the rhinos and the good Republicans. Um, however, the Chamber of Commerce is mad as hell at Paul Ryan's bill. It doesn't bring enough cheap labor in. That's what they say. <laughs> Third thing I think you need to know, Pima County Board of Supervisors, party line vote three to two. Uh, it was three Dems to one Republican in Alley and one Rhino and Steve Christie, uh, condemning Trump, a resolution condemning his separating families at the border. Tucson City Council voted to, uh, condemn Trump as well. Isn't that just nice? Isn't that just great? Led by Regina Romero, what they are doing, and they don't even realize, is that they are they are uh, encouraging more people to come across our border and break the law. They are encouraging more kids to be used to be human trafficked. They're encouraging all this stuff. They're encouraging more people to, to possibly die by getting across the desert, especially in the heat of the summer. Way to be humane, Supervisor Dick Elias. Can't call him Richard. We don't have enough time in this show. You know, when somebody, we only have four hours. When somebody has the kind of name that can be shortened from like Richard to Dick, we'll go with calling him Dick. 
and it's more accurate. So anyway, three things I think you need to know. I mean, it's just insane what's going on. Uh, you get Kirsten Nielsen, the Homeland Security Secretary, getting uh, shouted down, chance by a bunch of socialists at a D.C. Mexican restaurant because she is uh, she's trying to enforce the law. I mean, the, the chance, I'll put the video on my page at KNST.com. Just, just hang with me. We'll play all these things all over again. We have a lot of stuff to get to, though, uh, including, let's play one more Chris Cabrera. 106. This is just an insulting question by CNN's Brooke Baldwin. Uh, this is, I'll put this whole video up, the interview on my page at KNST.com. So I've work to do, man. Besides doing a radio show, you got to get the internet going as well. The website. You know, I'll put it on Facebook. I'll do it all. Well, it's what I do. Sorry, I was playing Candy Crush. What'd yeah, you say? exactly. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, so I do stuff. Will you stop it? <laughs> you do stuff. You are fake news. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I love it. So let's play uh, number 106. Listen to this insulting question. And the guy kept this cool. I wouldn't have done it, though. Here we go. Can you assure everyone watching that you and your, for- your, your Border Patrol colleagues are, are treating these children humanely? Pause it. Pause it. Pause it. Are you freaking kidding me right now? What an insulting question. Can you assure us you're treating these kids humanely? Can you can you assure us? Are you not throwing them around? You're not starving them? You're not freezing them to death? Are you throwing them into a gas chamber like the Nazis? Holy crap. Let's continue. I, I can tell you with absolute certainty that they're being treated humanely. Um, all, most of our agents are parents. Uh, I've... I've seen guys, and I've done it myself, you, you give your last bottle of water to a kid, you'll take a toy out of your car to give to one of these kids because you know the situation they're in. Um, yeah. You know, agents are, are very sympathetic. Um, we're, we're human, we're fathers, we, we, we have families. Um, we, we do a lot for the communities here, whether or not a, a camera is involved. Our agents are very involved, and nobody saves more lives along the southwestern yep. border than the U.S. Border Patrol. And I can tell you for a fact, uh, one of the worst things that you would ever have to do is have to uh, pull the body of a young kid out of the river because they were crossing and they just mm. didn't make it. So Ugh. something needs to change so we yeah. can we can avoid uh, some of these tragedies that happen. Granted, having these kids in detention centers, obviously it's not ideal, but um, yeah. it's, it's, it's far better than, than the alternative of a lot of these kids not making it. Mm-hmm. What a horrible question. CNN, that's why we don't like you. Speaking of CNN, they went to Arizona. They came here. They went to Mesa. They wanted to find Trump supporters. They found a bunch of old crotchety Trump supporters. One younger one. Middle, I'd say probably about 35, 40. But for the most part, you know, what they think are typical Trump supporters. They go to a diner in Mesa. And then afterwards, they went to a, as the guy said, we went to an, a hip watering hole in Scottsdale. You're a tool bag. A hip watering hole? You moron. Stupid CNN guy. Ron Burgundy. Hip watering hole. Well, all I know is that the first place was full of people, and the second place was empty, empty. except for them. Hip watering hole. You talk ball, yeah. you can't come in here. Exactly. <laughs> he, he talked to a bunch of younger Trump supporters, twenties and thirties, about the, and it was all about separating the, the the moms and the dads, whatever, from the kids. Blah 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 blah. I'm telling you, Trump needs to stick with this. He needs to stick with it. Yeah. Uh, you know, the good thing is that he said, uh, you know, if the Paul Ryan bill comes to him, he's going to change stuff, which I think is great. 
I mean, I'll just sign him. And he's, he's not playing games anymore, man. Anyway, uh, let's play number 95 first. We'll, we'll play this in pieces. 95, the CNN report in Mesa at the diner. Listen to this. These people that we have coming across the border illegally are breaking the rules. Oh, I have no feelings for them at all. Mm. Despite the images of children torn from their parents, oh, the go. sounds of kids crying in a detention center, mm-hmm. folks here back the president completely. Mm-hmm. It's not about Mexicans. That's what everybody is so angry about. This is a Hispanic woman. I don't care if you're from Canada. I don't care if you're from where. You just can't come into this state and reach. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain. You think that people are living off of the state but not doing it legally? Yep. Absolutely. And I think it's bull****. You hear a lot of anger. And a lot of the president's own arguments. Especially that many of the immigrants are actually criminals posing as parents. Now, when you have a bad guy coming across, kidnapping a kid, and trying to come across, I don't buy that. How many of these do you think could be bad guys? I don't really know, but uh, there's a lot of people being hurt by bad guys coming into this country. A lot of people. Actually, that isn't true. Pause it. That's not true? You burgundy on CNN? Really? So the rape trees? Eh, nothing to worry about there. Again, the fact that the kids are being uh, sent by their parents, not child abuse, when you tell your kid, take this Plan B pill, because when you get raped, you want to make sure that you don't keep the baby. Not true. 315% increase in people lying that the kids they're bringing with them are their kids. Actually, that's not true. Stupid CNN. Let's continue. But it is what these Trump voters believe. Madeline Carroll doesn't like CNN. I love it. And she doesn't like the way the media, she says, is trying to make her feel guilty. Quit trying to make us feel teary-eyed for the children. Yes, I love children a great deal. But to me, it's up to the parents to do things rightfully and legally. You support the president 100%. Correct. 100%. 100%. So I'm saying I don't think the president should veer from this. And the breaking news, who knows if it's true or not, uh, that the president is weighing, changing this. The White House considering executive action to prevent family separations at border. You are fake news. You know, I guess when, when he does that, then he's going to say, what are you going to complain about now? Maybe that's the thing that he's going to do. You know what? That's why he's still not doing catch and release. Maybe he's going to say we're going to build these uh, family detention centers where they can all stay together. And then what's going to be your complaint? We shouldn't arrest people coming across the border illegally? Hey, maybe that's a win right there. You know what? You guys are you're complaining? You're complaining about the wrong thing. Like I got an email from our good friends, Betsy and Dave Smith. Hysteria as a social policy. Dems are playing with fire. I told you. Didn't I tell you? Fake, 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 fake. Anyway. Uh, no. You know, I'm tired of uh, tax dollars being spent. No, you're right. To make facilities, we have no choice at this point until we build that wall. This is what we're going to have to do. Right? Story of the Washington Times: Trump unfazed by intense media pressure on immigration. Trump's message um, that he wants it solved. Eh, it is what it is. New York Times editorial board Monday night called the issue a horror show. Called this policy insane. 
Jeff Zelaney, he's the one that said, is this child abuse? Is it? Is it? But not bothering Trump at all. Not at all. Hasn't, doesn't seem to have phased him. We know this. A19. So you hear these people, right? These older people. And you got to hear what the CNN reporter, he describes them in a stereotypical way in the next clip we're going to play. And then he talks to the young people at a popular watering hole in Scottsdale. Oh, yeah. Well, Scottsdale, you have to say it like that. Do you play the pan flute? What, what did Burgundy play? The pan flute? <laughs> I've never yeah. seen that movie. Are you kidding me? No. You never saw the original Anchorman because the second one sucked. I, I only saw the fight scene. It was classic. And I thought the fight scene was phenomenal. And I didn't want to ruin it by watching the rest no, of it. No, the rest is, it's really good. It's really good. You got a DVD I can borrow? It's, you know what? When you watch it, you know what you're going to think of? Bud Foster. <laughs> 820. We'll get that other clip and you can react as well. 880 KNST, 8805678. Morning ritual. Gary Lewis, KNST, AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Shun. All right, 827. Gary Lewis with you. Going to be 103 degrees today. 103 degrees today. Uh, it's going to be warmer tomorrow, warmer on Friday. 79 out now. Going to be 107 tomorrow, 109 Friday. Triple digits from now until who knows when. Um, John Roberts at Fox, really quick, before we play the next soundbite, had the exclusive. Uh, Trump is considering some sort of executive action today to allow kids to stay with detained parents through immigration adjudication process. Sources say administration believes it's likely to draw a court challenge on the basis of Flores versus Reno. That was the 1997 ruling. Um, you want uh, you want another reason, another example as to why the media is talking about this and nothing else. Again, the, another example of distraction. They don't want you to know. Uh, Washington Examiner, Paul Bedard, in a stunning turnaround sparked by the improving economy and last December's tax cuts, over 95% of manufacturers have turned bullish about their future, an all-time record. A new survey from the National Association of Manufacturers found 95.1% of manufacturers have a positive outlook for their companies. It's the highest outlook in the 20-year history of their survey. They, it's, it's on the six-month anniversary of the passage of the tax cuts. Uh, reports the manufacturers are increasing wages, hiring, and capital investments. The National Association of Manufacturing President, Jay Timmons, said this record optimism is no accident. It's fueled by the game-changing tax reform passed six months ago. Remember when people thought manufacturing jobs were gone, never coming back? Thanks to policies supported by Jeff Flake and John McCain, NAFTA, un, you know, unfair trade, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I had you know, people that I used to be friendly with that thought they were really smart. These, where are these jobs coming back from? Oh, these are jobs coming back. Uh-huh. Uh, we got to play another soundbite. I want to play the, uh, the uh, hip watering hole. CNN. These are the younger people. The CNN Burgundy guy, 97. Uh, talk to these. Uh, oh, no, no, 96. I'm sorry. Talk to these people, uh, these young people. They're younger Listen to this. Despite the stereotypical image of Trump supporters, oh. they're not old, angry, or altogether white. Oh, thanks. They're young, highly educated professionals with oh. immigrant histories in their families. Pause it. So what CNN thinks is that uh, generally all Trump supporters are old, cranky, white, dumb people. And we have no problem telling you that. 
we're surprised that these younger people who aren't white and are educated actually support Trump. Let's continue. At the end of the day, the zero tolerance is about enforcing the law. They all like Trump's tougher stand on border protection. Hey! But all feel it's going too far. Well, I'm definitely not for separating oh, families. Here we go. It wasn't well thought out of kind of the human aspect. The human aspect. How this plays out both uh, you know, for the families and for everyone involved. Politics aside, there are real families involved here. Hey, and, thanks. You know, the You're so smart. Says, Give us your huddled masses. And so, oh, Statue of Liberty. I want to remain a country that that's our motto. They all thanks, don't genius. believe Trump likes taking kids from their parents. Instead, they see what's happening as an unintended consequence of a stricter policy. Mm. Shouldn't we somehow end it immediately? And I think that's what they need to do, but it's politics. That's the sad part. Common sense is now taken out of the equation. They hope Congress and the White House can make a deal this week ending family separations. Mm. In their minds, unlike some other Trump voters, zero tolerance should not mean zero compassion. Oh, Of course, he never said, well, if you don't arrest them and separate them what's the other option which of course is catch and release releasing them do you support that well no but something should be done they're younger people who think they're smart and whatever they still back trump now the, <laughs> there you go i mean but what's interesting listen to 97 let's finish it up with this 97 this is the burgundy guy talking to anderson cooper anderson cooper was like um you know did the you know the younger people they have kids listen to this here we go and the interesting thing is that all the older trump supporters there many of them have children mm -hmm. grandchildren some even have great grandchildren yet as you know most of them didn't have a whole lot of sympathy for the children down on the border separated oh. from their parents then the younger trump supporters we talked to none of them have children and yet every one of them was deeply moved and very upset by the treatment mm. of children down on the border it was completely different from what i expected <laughs> just like you thought all Trump supporters. Yeah, they're, you know what they are? Uh, they, they're just a bunch of old, uh, angry, dumb white people. <laughs> you freaking dingleberry. That's why people hate CNN. Uh, that was all here in Arizona. Beautiful, right? We'll get more reaction. 880-KNST, 880-5678. I got to hear Kirsten Nielsen getting shouted down again. And again, is it a good move? Is it a very good move for Trump to just take executive action to this to solve this problem on his own? We'll talk about it. And I got to tell you also why a judge ruled that Ann Kirkpatrick could actually stay on the ballot. The reasoning is insane. The Democrat CD2. We'll get to all this. Don't go anywhere. Uh, tomorrow night, though, it's going to be a lot of fun. And Mr. Ons, a lot of fun. Beer Club for Men. It is our monthly meeting where we all. And listen, women, of course, are invited. Get the joke, okay? Beer Club for Men. You know who's going to be the special guest? Dr. Kelly Ward. Dr. Kelly Ward, you know she's going to talk a lot about this. You want to meet her? You have any questions for her? She'll be there. I'll be there from 5 to 7 at Mr. On's tomorrow. It's a Japanese steakhouse on Oracle and Rudisil. Uh, that's Oracle just south of Orange Grove. When you walk in, you go down to the bar area down the ramp. There's a big bar, tables, a lot of seats at the bar. There's a beautiful patio, great views of the mountains, beer specials, $2 beer from 5 to 6, great specials from 4 to 8, extended happy hour because you're going to be there every Thursday in honor of KNST. So come on down to Mr. On's. You can even order the Teppan food, have it delivered to the patio or the bar, wherever you are. Kelly Ward will be there. I'll be there. It's going to be a great time tomorrow night. Extended happy hour, 4 to 8. I'm there 5 to 7. In the, I don't know if Kelly's going to get there at 4 or 5. We'll see. But she's going to be there with me. Find out more at Mr. On Tucson. Doc. Yes. Hello, 841. How you doing? Okay, okay, okay. It's, uh, it's Trump Day. Three things I think you need to know. 
Uh, the White House, President Trump, uh, thinking about an executive order. An executive action to keep families together at the border. Okay. Um, by the way, the Homeland Security uh, Office says there have been 148 cases where someone is fraudulently posed as a family member of kids at the border from October until April. That's a short amount of time. Right. So anyway, they're thinking of doing that. They're thinking of doing stuff. Um, and maybe this is a good political move. We'll talk about it. Second thing, I think you need to know uh, the two immigration bills. The Republicans in the House are introducing apparently aren't going anywhere. Not enough support for uh, one of them. There's divided support. Uh, get this: so the Chamber of Commerce, the cheap labor lovers, are against Paul Ryan's bill. They're, they're not. Get, they're they're mad at it. It doesn't provide enough cheap labor. Third thing, I think you need to know: Pima County Supervisors on a party line vote three two. Tucson City Council, the entire council led by Regina Romero, they're all Dems, all voted to condemn uh, Trump for separating the uh, the families. I guess since the other option is catch and release, just to let them go, just disappear into America. They'd rather have that. These idiots didn't realize they've just basically endorsed more law-breaking, more people coming across the border, uh, more human trafficking, more kidnapping of kids to be used for this. That's what they, uh, that's what they just uh, encouraged. Led by Supervisor Dick Elias. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, all right, let's let's go to Karen first. Karen, welcome to KNST. Hello, Karen. Hello. Uh, okay, I just have a couple things to say because I'm just um, I just can't stand it. Number one, the policy. They forget the policy was put in place in 1997 in administration. Mm-hmm. Number two. You know, Obama made this big speech about how the policy was going to be um, followed to the law, no, you know, zero tolerance. You know, maybe they need to be replayed, that speech. I just... um, We played it yesterday. We played it yesterday. Oh, did you? Yep. Oh. One minute of it. I didn't know that. That's okay. Oh, okay. Well, um, I'm glad you did. Um, But I was just telling Ryan that I kind of feel like I just going to stop listen to the radio, t- whatever. No, no, so, no, no, no. We're the only good ones out worse. there. What? You know, it just feels like, it, um, I don't know, I guess it's uh, the, re- I don't know, it just feels like um, it's not, it's not going the way we should be going. You know, well, like it's the winning. media. It's the rest. Just, they're not, they're, but they're not winning. I don't know if you heard the show yesterday. Trump's uh, Gallup. Gallup is not friendly to Trump. He's, at, he's tied his all-time high in approval. Uh, this is okay. not affect this. People actually like it. I just played the sound bites of the Trump supporters here in Arizona, okay. and they're all like, "Hey, this we we like what he's doing. He's got He's got to not stop." And I don't know about you. you know let me, what? what? Okay, you know, you know, Garrett. Maybe yes. I need to stop listening to Mark Levin. You know, I like Mark. I like, but he's, I like the man I know, very I know, much. I know. You know, I just I he's very he's an alarmist that makes me feel like ooh he's uh. I don't know. I get more upset listening to him. Um, <laughs> I gotcha. Listen, yeah. I, I, I gotcha. You know, look, at the end of the day, take a step uh-huh. back. I tell my wife this stuff. And let me tell you, listen, my wife doesn't always agree with me, you know, not, and, and that's why uh-huh. she's wrong, though. But I overlook <laughs> that. I let it go. I'm a very accepting you person. Are fake news. Oh, stop it. But you have to take a step back, get out of our bubble and look at the big picture and look at how good things are going right now. Yeah. Look at how good. Again, the reason the media is doing this is because they don't want you. They're manufacturing this crisis because this has been going on for years. 
But they never wrote, they never wanted to out Obama for being this way. They just want to destroy Trump. Look, they want to destroy the great economic news we've had. There are stories out there. Again, I just said it. Over 95% of manufacturers and National Association of Manufacturers had a record. 95.1% of manufacturers have a positive outlook for the companies. And it's all because of the Trump tax cuts. They're raising wages. They're hiring more. They're investing more into their businesses. That is huge, right? And the yeah, media, you know what? Scary, and yeah. you know what? The media I, is not going to mention that because they want—they don't want you to know that. Well, and the level of hate that people have—I mean, they just I know. refuse to look at the facts in front of them. I just just I, the crazies, just, just the crazies, you know, the loving liberal, just um, yeah. <laughs> uh, and may I ask you one question that's yeah. not related? Yeah. Okay. Does your wife mind when you say the wife? Uh, she's never, she's complained about a lot of things, but not that. Why? <laughs> Is that okay? Just, well, it just kind of uh, seems like a, a uh, object type of thing that I would, I would rather hear my wife, but that's just me. Well, I'm you know, you know, in, in a yeah. fair way, she looks at me as an object and I don't blame <laughs> her for that. And I'm okay with that. That's a good woman. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. You know, the wife. She's my. You know, I look at it. I don't look at it as an object. I put it someone on a pes- on a pedestal. Like that's the trophy. That's the wife. That's the. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the best. Husband. The best. Yeah. You know, I do all the cooking. <laughs> you know, I do all the cooking. I do. I do all that stuff. She has no idea how good she has it. All the cooking. <laughs> Everything. I've mastered the chimichurri sauce. Anyway, um, listen. You know what you need. You need to go have a beer at the beer club for men tomorrow. That's what you need. You need to love- chill out. Yeah. Come to Mr. Ons. Join I, us tomorrow. Kelly Ward will be with us. Oh, you know, I would love to see her. I think she's just awesome to just go out there and, you know, put it out there and even be willing to uh, answer questions she's not prepared for, unlike some people. Martha McSilence. Oh, uh, yeah. I know. I know. Anyway, well, well, listen, yeah. thank you. Just take yeah. a deep breath. Everything is actually really good. You know, don't think it's, we're losing and the crazies, because they're not. They're just yelling the loudest. Remember, Trump got 306 electoral votes because he's doing. Yeah. Listen, this is not a surprise. Trump is doing exactly what he said he was going to do. Okay. And it's driving right, the media crazy. Going. That's all it is. It's, all right. Take a step back. It's OK. Go have a shot. All right. All right. OK. Thanks, Gary. All right. Okay. Bye. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about the loving liberals since she brought it up? Jane Fonda's, it's Jane Fonda's brother, right? Peter Fonda? That's her brother? Is that right? What do I look like? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, Peter Fonda tweeted out, we should rip Baron Trump from his mother's arms and put him in a cage with pedophiles and see if his mother will still stand up against the giant a-hole she is married to. 90 million people in the streets on the same weekend in the country. F-word. Hmm. Okay, isn't that uh, isn't that nice? Put him in a cage with pedophiles. That's the thing is that the Trump administration is not putting him in a cage with pedophiles. That's why they have the kids separated from the parents. Wow, what the heck is going on? Uh, Jose, welcome to KNST. Hello. Hey, good morning, Garrett. What's up, man? Um, you know, a little bit frustrated here. Um, I have a question as to why are we just not deporting both the parents and the children at the same time, and why aren't they being held in, in Mexican facilities uh, for deportation? Why are the taxpayers having to pay the bill in the first place? Because they came to America. 
what right, but they, they came here illegally, so they need to be in uh, processed immediately. Then we need to streamline that, maybe have more immigration officers and have them go back to Mexico. That way it avoids this issue of, like, well, they're being housed here. Why aren't they being housed in Mexico? Why isn't Mexico having anything to do? Say, hey, you know what, we don't like this, we're going to take these kids. Uh, well, Mexico doesn't want the poverty. They export the poverty. You know, that, oh, that's no, what all, all these I, countries I, I, are doing that, you know, and, and hang on a second. So when you see the Supreme Court has ruled as soon as people step foot on our land, they are given rights. American, not American, doesn't matter. So they have the right to state their case for asylum, this, that, blah, blah, blah. And there is just the reason they don't get deported right away is there is a backup. There is a glut thanks to Obama and Bush and Clinton before him. And you could even say Reagan. Uh, there's a backup uh, of when it comes to deportation cases. We don't have enough judges. We have too many people that are here illegally. And it's years. So that's why Obama did catch and release because, well, what are you going to do? And uh, Trump just says enough of that because these guys never show up to their court cases to then be told you got to leave. That's, that's where it all stems from. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I just, again, it's so frustrating that, again, the taxpayers are paying for the detention, but we're also paying for the Border Patrol as well. Yeah. I mean, we, we get screwed on both sides. Yeah, listen, it sucks, man. We get to pay for all this stuff. Because lawmakers don't give a crap, you know? I mean, they, you know, that's why Republicans, if they build the wall, $25 billion, it's done. That's literally a rounding error in our, in our budget, our federal government budget, right? Build the right. wall, and you're not going to have this problem. You're not going to need housing facilities. Uh, you're not going to need that stuff. But, they're, right. you know, you have too many rhinos still. That's the problem. Too many rhinos. I but, hear you. You know, it's in the midterms and more. We've got to just elect the right people more and more and more. That's what needs to happen. So, but I, I dude, we're all frustrated, man, because it's just common sense. We're like, what the hell's going on? Jose, dude, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for the call. You have a good morning. Bye. You too. See you later. 851, we'll continue. We have more sound bites to play. We've got to get to the Paul Ryan stuff. Got to get to the Ann Kirkpatrick stuff. I need nine hours today. It's KNSD. All right, it's 907. This show has literally flown by. Literally, literally, literally flown by. Uh, Gary Lewis with you, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, we're going to break into coverage from President Trump because apparently he's going to speak soon. Um, yep, he is going to speak soon. He's going to sign something that will handle family separation is what is being reported. Um, you think that's good or bad? We'll talk about it. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, and, and again, the media, though, let me, let me caveat. Chuck Schumer has already said, he they, they he has to do this. Trump has to do this because the Democrats will not play ball. They don't care about the families. Never let a crisis go to waste. Schumer'd rather focus on Trump than solve any of these problems at the border. That is a fact. They've rejected any legislative fix to stop family separations. Second thing I think you need to know: the um, the immigration bills in the House by Republicans. They're not going to go anywhere. Can't get enough support for either one because the Republicans are dug into either the big business one or the other one. But get this, the Chamber of Commerce is like totally against the Paul Ryan one for now because it does the Paul Ryan bill because it doesn't bring in enough cheap labor. That's hilarious. Third thing that I think you need to know, Pima County Democrats, man, the supervisors and the Tucson City Council all voted to condemn Trump for separating families at the border. All they are doing is promoting more illegal behavior, crossing our border illegally, uh, uh, kidnapping kids, using kids, lying about kids to get across the border. That's all they are doing. They condemn Trump, but they don't condemn people that are crossing our border illegally also. And that just goes to show you the mindset of these people. 
Uh, three things I think you need to know. So what do you think? Let's just break this down for just a second because this is it's all happening in real time. President Trump's going to sign something. You might get mad. You know, your first thing, nope, hold your ground. Hold your ground. I get it. I get it. Um, but if the president acts like the bigger person in this aspect, because I don't think the public is totally against this, by the way. But if the president all of a sudden gets up there and says, you know, Republicans add legislation. That would have fixed this and kept families together at the border. But Chuck Schumer, crying Chuck, rejected all of it. Again, the Hill had the story. Schumer rejects GOP proposal to address border crisis. Asked if that meant Democrats would not support a bill backed by Senator, uh, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell to keep immigrant families together while seeking asylum on the border. Schumer said they want to keep the focus on Trump. Keep the focus on Trump. So Trump gets up there and says, the Democrats don't want to solve this. They are trying to use families getting separated for political gain. So me, the president, I want to make sure that our border is secure. We can't just catch them. The only only other thing that you can do is release the people once you catch them. And I don't want that to happen because they just disappear into America. So we are now going to keep the families together while they await the rulings from the judges And the government, if they can get asylum or whatever it is. If all of a sudden that happens, what can the media and the Democrats complain about next? Now, they'll find something. Don't get me wrong. Like Ryan and I were talking during one of the breaks. Every week, it's a different crisis that's created by the media and the Dems to work in cahoots to try to take down Trump. Every week. But all of a sudden, this whole story of kids being taken away from their parents, it's gone. And you know who solved that problem? Don. And you know who didn't solve that problem and tried to prolong it? Chuck and the Dems. How is the media going to report it? Does it matter at this point? When you have a lot of people in this country that are sick and tired of guys like Jeff Flake, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, John McCain, caring more about illegal aliens than caring about Americans. We are so desensitized, we don't care at this point. People are breaking our laws and coming across the border. And they're getting the benefit of the doubt, and then what do we do? We're paying for everything, or we're getting injured or killed. Tell that to Jamil Shaw, Jamil Shaw Sr. Tell that to Grant Ronneback's family, Kate Steinle's family. Marianne Mendoza, again, Jeff Flakes tweeted out a story in New York Magazine, because why not? I mean, it's Jeff Flake, right? Jeff Flake tweets out a story. New York Magazine, Trump administration keeps babies and toddlers in shelters. Should you put them in prisons with adults? And Jeff Flake tweeted out with the comment, tender age shelters for toddlers. This gets even worse as the layers are peeled back. End the policy, Mr. President. Yet... Can you get that Marianne Mendoza soundbite? Jeff Flake cares more about Cuban communists and he cares more about people that aren't from this country that break the law to get here than Americans. Jeff Flake never, ever, ever reached out. Never once did Jeff Flake reach out to Marianne Mendoza. Never once. Again, I'll remind you, Marianne Mendoza is in Mesa. Her son was a Mesa police officer. Brandon, 
he was killed by an illegal alien who was already deported in the past. Guy was driving drunk across four different highways, and he hit her son head on and killed him instantly. And when I had her on the show last year in Washington, D.C., I asked her about that. Here we go. From the state of Arizona, McCain, Flake, any of these people ever reach out to you? Never. The only politician who reached out to me after my son's death was Congressman Stephen King from Iowa. And he helped us launch AVAC yesterday because that's how much he cares about what happens to our families. I have never heard from one politician in Arizona telling me they're sorry for the death of my police officer's son. There you go. There you go. 880-KNST, 880-5678. If you'd like to comment, you can. Um... Let's go to Debbie real fast. Debbie, welcome to KNST. Hi, Debbie. Hi, how are you? Good. How's it going, um, Debbie? Well, the woman that was called in so upset about all the haters on social media. Yeah. Um, what I want to say about the kids being ripped away from their parents, have you ever been to a daycare center and dropped your child off? Yes. If there's not five or seven of them crying or screaming, you know, Hello, and this is in America, our, our American kids. We drop them off, and, of course, they cry and whine, and, you know, you're going to work. you got to drop them off. You get separated every day. Can I tell Jesus. you something? I mean, I have a 5-year-old and a 10-month-old, and my wife says, you get the easy part. You get to pick up the kids. Now, granted, my 5-year-old now is like, peace out, Mommy's like a teenager, and he's just like, I want to go play, peace out. Um, but when he was 2 and 3... She said it was the hardest thing. He would cling to her leg, and he'd have to have the, she'd have to have the daycare teachers distract. I and mean, if I took a vacation day or whatever, and I drop him off, I call my wife and go, "Oh my god, that was like the hardest thing of all time." I know. It happens. I know. We I know. we separate. You know, and they're crying and screaming. Go take a picture at a daycare center and see how we treat our own kids. Mm-hmm. Yes, we get we separate them, but those haters on social media, people have to remember. Um, the report, when Obama left office, he hired, hired 50-some thousand uh, activists to spam social media with all their hate, hate Trump. And I'm sure by now the numbers, you know, uh, the basement dwellers, I'll call them, I'm sure that's not right for all of them, but they're getting paid by him to do nothing mm-hmm. but spam social media with yep. hate. So just she, ignore it. You know, just yeah, Mark it. Levin, I know he gets into it. And I, this week, with all the fake news about ripping the kids apart, which has been done since she knows Clinton signed the bill. But uh, they didn't want to talk about the AG report. Nope. Or the South Korean summit. North, yeah, so the North, what North did Korean. they do? Bring North up, yeah. you know, the day IG report comes out, they slam the uh, Trump Foundation with a lawsuit. Mm-hmm. And then that didn't work. The news couldn't keep the story there so the kids being ripped apart at the border well you know what don't bring your kids here illegally yep we play listen we played that with chris cabrera the border patrol uh spokesman when he a couple hours ago played those cnn clips when he told the cnn anchor that you know go go to go to the port of entry or don't come here you know and again or don't send your kids yes Uh, and he said nielsen said ten thousand were sent here alone of the twelve thousand we have separated you're right ten thousand so, okay, your parents separated you down wherever you're from and sent you here alone with child traffickers, basically. It's child Hello? abuse. It's child, child abuse. abuse. It's yeah. child abuse. Uh, thank you so much, Debbie. I appreciate it. Thanks, Garrett. Take care. You got it. Um, that's, you're, you're a thousand percent right. 
it's child abuse. What Christian Barrera said was just great. He's like, listen, if you keep your kid in a hot car, you get arrested. What If you sent your kid by themselves, your four-year-old, your five-year-old, your nine-year-old on top of a train to go from Arizona to Illinois, you'd be arrested. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And the media like lets it go like this is a noble cause. Before we get to calls, throw me up over there real quick. More craziness. Uh, this morning, we get to pay this person's salary. NPR's uh, Maria Hinojosa on MSNBC said this uh, for your viewers right is that what what's happened now is that this administration has created an illegal people overnight so they keep on saying well we're just charging them criminally because they are criminals for trying to get into the united states this was always a misdemeanor right that's how it's been for the longest time but overnight they've now created criminals so people are trying to understand what's happening here that's what happened and you know what Elie Wiesel, may he rest in peace, what he said to me was he said, you know, the Nazis had it perfectly correct. They declared us an illegal people. That's how it began. We were declared an illegal people as Jews. And that follows that. It's a very horrible thing to make these comparisons. But if you think about the level of dehumanization where we have arrived, children are being taken. There is an art there. Wow. More comparisons to Nazis. Trump is dehumanizing these people. Again, she doesn't say anything about, I mean, what crappy parents they are. What crappy parents they are. To send their kids with these strangers where they give them, again, uh, Plan B pills. Oh, hang on. Here's President Trump. Today we have two stops, one a very big one, and it'll be a lot of fun. I know a lot of you are going with us, so that'll be interesting. We're meeting right now on immigration, and uh, we are... Very strong at the border. We're very strong on security. We want security for our country. The Republicans want security and insist on security for our country. And we will have that. At the same time, we have compassion. We want to keep families together. It's very important. I'll be signing something in a little while that's going to do that. And the people in this room want to do that. And they're working on various pieces of legislation to get it done. But I'll be doing something that's somewhat preemptive, but ultimately will be matched by legislation, I'm sure. Uh, We're having a lot of problems with Democrats. They don't want to vote for anything. They don't care about lack of security. They really would like to have open borders where anybody in the world can just flow in, including from the Middle East, from anybody, anywhere. They can just flow into our country. Tremendous problems with that. Tremendous crime caused by that. We're just not going to do it. I do want to say that because we're all so busy, and I just mentioned to the congressmen and the senators in the room that we are going to cancel and postpone tomorrow's congressional picnic. We have a congressional picnic tomorrow, and I was just walking over to the Oval Office, and I said, you know, it doesn't feel right to have a picnic for Congress when we're working on doing something very important. We have many things that are important. We're talking about trade. We're talking about many, many things. But it didn't feel exactly right to me. So we will be officially postponing the congressional picnic for tomorrow. We'll make it another time when things are going extremely well. And they are going for the country extremely well. We have record-setting numbers in every way economically. But we want to solve this immigration problem, which is going on for 40 years, more. It's been going on forever. 
and we want to see if we can solve it. So we are canceling or postponing the congressional picnic tomorrow. Would anybody in the room have any question or statement that you'd like to make while the press is here? Anybody? Anybody? I'll say one, Mr. President, yes. you know, on the issue of immigration, trade, and investment, these are all areas where Congress has a lot of authority under the Constitution, and you have authority, the executive branch has authority uh, under the Constitution. I think that's why meetings like this are really important, bringing the leadership on both sides together because they're important issues. So appreciate the opportunity to let you, you uh, see our views. Uh, hear our views on these issues where we uh, share authority on important matters. Thank you. Well, we all very much have the same views. We want to keep family together. At the same time, we have to be strong on the border. Otherwise, you'll have millions of people coming up, not thousands like we have now. You'll have millions of people flowing up and just overtaking the country. We're not letting that happen. So we have to be very strong on the border. But at the same time, we want to be very compassionate. Uh, yes, Lamar. Mr. President, thanks for having us. I, I, I think what Dan said was was good. We, we we really have on the issues on trade, on immigration, we have a partnership under the Constitution. We have some authority. The president has some authority. We need to work together. I was thinking this morning when when we look at President Nixon's portrait in the White House, we think that he he did the unexpected and he went to China because he could do that. He was in a position to do it. And, we, and President Reagan did the unexpected. He went to, he went to the Berlin Wall in Moscow. And when we were here a year ago, I think I suggested to you that immigration, which has bedeviled us for 40 years, as you've said, I believe you can, you're the president who can help us solve the immigration problem with your leadership. You may be able to do for immigration what Nixon did for China and Reagan did for the Soviet Union. And a lot of us would like to work with you on that. Yeah, thank you, Lamar, very much. Uh, we need the Democrats' support because we need their votes. It's very simple. You know, people say we have a majority. Well, we have a one majority in the Senate. We need 60. Unfortunately, we don't go with the majority. We go with 60. Someday somebody will explain why, but that's the way it is. We have we need 60 votes. We have 51 votes at the most. So we need Democrat votes in order to do it. Otherwise, you can't do it. Tom, you were going to say something? Tom, well, I think it's, it's very important that we protect our border. We cannot allow a child to be a get out of jail free card and a get into the U.S. free ticket. Yes. Uh, but at the same time, as you said, as we've all said, we'd like to keep families together, keep them together at the border for the orderly and timely processing of the adult immigration claim. If it's a lawful, legitimate claim, we can admit the family into the country. If not, they'll have to go back to their home country. I'm glad you're looking for a solution for that. I know that we in Congress are working on legislation that will allow our hardworking Border Patrol agents to keep families together at the border while we process their claims in a timely fashion. You're right. And you bring up something that I have to say. Our Border Patrol agents and our ICE agents have done one great job. ICE is throwing, we're throwing by the thousands, MS-13, they come into the country. We're liberating towns on Long Island and other places. We're throwing them out by the thousands, but we need laws that don't allow them to come back in. Mac, you've been very involved in this issue. Do you have anything to say? Well, Mr. President, there are a number of issues that uh, we're going to be able to discuss today that touch on our country's national security. And, and certainly controlling who and what comes across our border is an element of national security as we uh, do the compassionate thing with families. And I, 
look forward to working with you to further strengthen our military. Together, we have turned around a declining situation, but uh, that's also part of what we need to do together. Back to Lamar's point about we both have responsibilities. We can do more together. I will say with all of the numbers that you see, uh, if we weren't strong on the border, you'd have hundreds of thousands of people pouring through the border. They'd just be pouring through, and uh, the country would not be the country anymore. Lindsay? We've got a big, massive mess that's been going on for decades, and we're all going to fix it one day, I hope. But we've got a specific problem that puts the country in a dilemma. Here's your dilemma. It's President Obama's dilemma. Our dilemma. If, he, if a family shows up at the border, and we let the family go into the country and say, please come back for your hearing, about 80% of the time, the adults never show up for the hearing. Mm -hmm. I think most Americans feel like that is bad. Yeah. It will create a third wave of illegal immigration. I want to be fair to the people who came here under the old system, but I don't want to create incentives to create a third wave. The other choice is, is if you detain the parents who broke the law under the Flores decision, you have to break the family up. So there's a 1997 Supreme Creek Court case that we've got to deal with. So I would urge my Democratic friends to see if we can find a way to keep families together, have a legislative fix of the Flores decision, and argue about the other things later. Because right now, Mr. President, you're in a, you're in a real bind. If you detain the adults, the, the law requires the children to be separated. If you let the adults into the country, they never show up. Seems to me that we want to keep the family together and have the parents show up for their day in court. Wow. To Senator Schumer. He just made McCain cry. There's a lot we don't agree on, but surely to goodness we can fix this court decision because the country's in a bad spot, not just you. Well, Lindsay, the, the dilemma is that if you're weak, if you're weak, which some people would like you to be, if you're really, really pathetically weak, the country's going to be overrun with millions of people. And if you're strong, then you don't have any heart. That's a tough dilemma. Perhaps I'd rather be strong, but that's a tough dilemma. Good for him. Yes, go ahead, Ron. In, in our community, Homeland Security, we've held 30 hearings on border security. And you know how much I like data. And, you know, Senator Graham mentioned the fact that we, we have these incentives. There's nothing compassionate, by the way, of enticing people to take a very dangerous journey on a train we call the beast or, you know, through the desert. We, we've seen the pictures of, of dead, desiccated bodies in the desert. There's nothing compassionate about that. But, but here's what's happened since 2012, since DACA. Just talk about unaccompanied children. Uh, prior to that, we somewhere between three or 4,000 unaccompanied children from Central America came in, into this country. Then DACA was instituted in 2012, and that problem skyrocketed. The numbers on it, about 225,000 uncomfortable children just from Central America, about almost half a million family members. So we've got another 750,000 individuals, very sympathetic, that we're just incentivizing for coming. And we have to stop. We have to stop those incentives. Our goal of our policy should be to reduce the flow of people incentivized to come to this country. And that's what strong enforcement actually does. So just so everybody knows, this deal was just about done. We had a deal signed. President Obama signed DACA. When he signed it, he said, I'm really not allowed to sign this, and I'm going to sign it anyway. But he actually said, I'm not allowed to sign this. Never going to hold up. And they got a judge who held it up, and they got another one who held it up. Then we had a couple that turned it down, and it's going to be a Supreme Court issue. 
But before it was held up, everyone assumed that the DACA would not be held up. And we had a deal with the Democrats. It was a deal that everybody agreed to. It was $25 billion. We were going to build a wall. We would take care of many, many different things, including loopholes. It was all done, except when this judge ruled in favor of DACA, meaning that it could continue until we get to the Supreme Court, all of a sudden, they weren't there anymore. And that's what happened. And that's why we're in this mess, because we had a couple of court decisions which is going to force an issue to the Supreme Court that shouldn't be forced to the Supreme Court. Uh, yes, John. Um, thanks for inviting us up on these important issues and, and for having this important discussion, certainly on immigration, but also on trade. And the context that I want to uh, make sure we talk about is we've made incredible progress on tax relief. We've made tremendous progress on regulatory relief, and it's reflected in our economy. Now, if we can do the same thing on trade, think what that means for our country in terms of economic growth, in terms of jobs, in terms of getting wages moving higher, and the impact that has for all Americans. So we have to look at it in that context. When we talk about trade, it's on top of tax relief and regulatory relief. And now with the, if we can get the, the right policies in place on trade, think what that means for our country. Well, we're doing very well on trade, I will say. We've been uh, really hurt as a country on trade for many years. Despite bad trade deals, we're doing very well. Now we're making very good trade deals. Well, you'll be seeing that. Uh, they'll be announced pretty rapidly. We already have a couple that are made, but we're making great trade deals. Uh, and, and honestly, we need people coming into our country. You know, we have a lot of companies coming into our country. Chrysler just announced. We have uh, Foxconn is going up to Wisconsin, as you know, and a great company. They make uh, the Apple iPhones and uh, laptops and an unbelievable company. We need people. We need people that work for these companies because they're coming in at a number that nobody ever thought possible. So we want people to come into our country, but we I think I can speak for everybody at the table. We want them to come in based on merit. We yes. want great people that will be great for our country. And we want them to come in based on merit. We're going to need those people because we have so many companies coming to the country. John, you're going to say something? Mr. President, to your point, uh, America is the most generous country in the world when it comes to legal immigration. And I think we ought to draw a very clear line between legal immigration that benefits our country right. Absolutely. and illegal immigration, which is a threat to public safety. Thank I just you. wanted to make the one point. I agree with what uh, Tom Cotton and others have said, what you've said about being able to enforce the law and keep families together. It's not a mutually exclusive choice. We can do both, and I'm confident we will achieve that goal. But I, I just want to point out that uh, coming from a border state like Mac and I do, uh, the border, the illegality along the border is, uh, is a complex problem because it is, True. as somebody pointed out, it's commodity agnostic. In other words, they said it's people, it's drugs, it's weapons, and you talk about an opioid crisis in the United States, it's not just prescription drugs, it's heroin that comes from Mexico. Right. So this is a very complex situation. We need law and order along the border. Everybody agrees with that. We need to be compassionate the way we handle these families. But it's important to remember that larger context because the cartels and the criminal organizations that benefit from this, they, uh, they're just uh, making a lot of money and uh, keeping uh, this uh, situation very dangerous for everybody involved. And John, in many ways, they're using the children, in all ways, they're Absolutely. using the children as a ticket Absolutely. to getting into the country. And we have to remember that. 
you know, uh, there's a number of the 12,000 children, 2,000 are with the parents, and 10,000 came up with uh, some really horrible people in some cases. You have the coyotes, you have the, you have the traffickers, the human traffickers. Not only drug traffickers, but you have the human traffickers. And they use these children as passports to get into the country. So we have to work on that, too. It's a very complex issue. It has been going on. You shouldn't feel guilty because it's been going on for many, many years, many, many decades. But we're going to solve that along with a lot of other problems that we've already solved. We're doing well at solving problems. You know, when I became president, we had North Korea. Okay. We had- we're running short on time. We'll find out, you know, we'll find out exactly what uh, what happened. Uh, what he will sign. Uh, we're just running short on time. We'll get reaction. Um, and again, nobody brought up there that Obama kept these kids in cages with those tinfoil blankets. It'd be cool if some of these talk, 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 do nothing Republicans would have said something there. Anyway, we'll continue. Don't go anywhere. It's KNST. Talk. Word. We're really late. Is anybody there or no? I've been putting people off because of the Trump situation. No, nobody's on hold right now. Okay, good, good, good. 880-KNST, 880-5678. I have an update for you real quick. Peter Fonda. Peter Fonda, we said this earlier, right? Peter Fonda said uh, on Twitter, we should rip Baron Baron Trump from his mother's arms and put him in a cage with pedophiles and see if his mother will stand up against the giant a-hole she's married to. 90 million, pe- 90 million people in the streets on the same weekend in the country. F-word. That's Peter Fonda. Melania called Secret Service. There are crazies in town. There are people that can't stand her husband. These freaking people that think this is acceptable. You might disagree with what the president's doing because you you're adult and you just don't get it. I mean, let's face it. Again, Lindsey Graham actually, I think he made John McCain cry. He said, Mr. President, you're up against it. You know, if uh, if you if you don't detain the people that cross the adults that cross illegally and separate the kids that are with them, if you don't do that, you have to let them go. And they're given a notice to show up for a court hearing on a certain date and they never show up. So you have to detain them because they never show up. So you're stuck between a rock and a hard place. And that's what the president said. Either you have a heart or whatever. We don't have a brain, and and if you want to do the right thing, then you have no heart, whatever. So, you get this moron, Peter Fonda, who literally encourages people to rip Baron Trump from his mother's arms and put him in a cage. So, the Daily Caller has learned that Melania Trump called Secret Service. Spokesperson for the First Lady, Stephanie Grisham, she used to work here in Arizona, actually, told the Daily Caller that the Secret Service has been notified of the threat. Grisham said the tweet is sick and irresponsible, and Secret Service has been notified. Um, this guy's a real piece of crap, this Peter Fonda. He tweeted out a couple days ago about Kirsten Nielsen. Yesterday, actually. Kirsten Nielsen the Homeland Security Secretary, Kirsten Nielsen is a lying gash that be that should be put in a cage and poked at by passerby. The gash should be pilloried in Lafayette Square naked and whipped by passerby while being filmed for posterity. 
Oh, he did another one. Be careful with this. Yeah, I have to edit it out in my own mind. Peter Fonda tweeted, Sarah Sanders is a lying gash, too. And gash is much worse than the C word. Maybe we should take her children away and deport her to Arkansas. And giving her children to uh, Stephen Goebbels Miller for safekeeping. Wow. But it's okay mm-hmm. because you know they're actors. Yeah, you know it's acceptable. They're, on, they're, they're Democrats or leftists or liberal, whatever you want to it's, call it's, it. It's 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 all right. They they have reason. It's and the media it's normally speech. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, you know, don't you love that? That that's okay on a college campus. You can't say anything bad. Like Trump Ew. is cool. No. Trump is cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is this is disgusting, and he should be ripped in the media. And instead, what is the media doing? They're trying to say that these detention facilities where these kids are getting cared for better than they were in their own country. Are concentration camps, and they're letting this go by as if it's okay. You know, I, RD called in and he uh, he told me a couple of things, but his comment was, "I've never seen so much saturated hate in this country." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "And it's not Trump's fault." And it's not Trump's it's fault. It's not Trump's fault. But these are the people who are in power, who are saying these things, spewing these things out, who control the laws of the country. What are they doing for the country? With so much hate. They're causing division. They really are. It started with Obama, and they're doing it now. By the way, uh, Peter Fonda has a movie being released by Sony Pictures. Coming out in a few days. That should go over well. I don't blame her for calling Secret Service. This poor kid. You have, uh, you know, unfunny whack job Kathy Griffin holding an imitation of his father's head as if she cut it off with blood dripping down. It's art, Garrett. Yeah. Yeah. What else? Let me give you an excuse for another, another incident. You have this. And the Daily Caller has, this, has the pictures that the media is not showing now. Uh, where they actually were sleeping in cages. Did you see that? I'll put it on my Facebook. They literally are sleeping by, in cages. There was a fake oh. picture. There was a fake picture. I, thought, I saw Yeah, I saw yesterday they, they, the media and the illegal alien reporter for the New York Times, Jose something or other. I forget the guy's name, but he's, he's been around for years. And he's illegal and he doesn't care. Tweeted the picture, said, see, kids are in cages. And it was actually a protest of what Trump is doing. And they just had fences outside of a city hall. And one of the kids was standing behind him. One of the protesters' kids. And they took a picture of him sitting on the fence and he was crying. And they tried to make it as if that was one of the kids being locked up in a cage. There are no cages. But when Obama was president, there actually were cages. And the Daily Caller is a story where people are actually sleeping in cages In the year 2014, photos of border detention facilities from the Obama era taken during the 2014, uh, during 2014, um, and this is the one, these are in Brownsville, Texas, Nogales, Arizona, right here. And there actually are people in cages. And nobody, Mika didn't cry, Joe Scarborough didn't say Obama's a Nazi, nothing like that happened. Yeah, you see these pictures, they're huge, and there's... People in cages. And barbed wire. And even, even if this is happening now, yeah. You know what? Why didn't they make a big deal about it four years ago? Because Obama was there. That, that, that's why this is so manufactured and ridiculous. Hypocrites. Um, let's, you know, we haven't played this in a while. Um, where's my, this my, yes, yes, here we go. Can you play number 98, a congressional intern? 
as Trump was walking by yesterday after me going into in the Capitol, going to meet with Republicans to talk about all this stuff, a congressional intern decided to yell this at the president. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? And then, of course, you have the chanting going on. Uh, Kirsten Nielsen, the Homeland Security Secretary, eating uh, dinner at a restaurant in Washington, D.C. Just play a little bit of 100. A little bit of 100. Uh, this is what happened. Here we go. They walked in. In a restaurant. Yeah, and then there were more. Then there was more. We'll play more of it if we have time. She said a bolognese? Yeah, well, it was a Mexican restaurant. Yeah, well, what was she yelling? Apologize? Apologize. No, no, abolish ice. Oh. Yep. A bolognese. It was the, the, uh, they identified themselves as the D.C. uh, DC Democratic Socialists of America. Oh, there's your Bernie Sanders followers, folks. Yep. Good people. Classy. We'll continue. 954, it's KNST.